garage band it's like it's because it's new and different to me it's very distracting yeah. like i keep looking over and being like what's that blinking red light it yeah it's oh like God. a bomb countdown but no it's garage band telling me you've been recording for like explosion seconds just like put a little anamorph newsletter in front of the entire okay. menu. Now, do you think that's less distracting? Because oh, I would true. argue, in fact, that the opposite is true. That's true. I looked at those for two seconds and, like, <laughs> forgot time and space. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I can think about now. Can you imagine? I didn't know those existed. No, I, didn't I even wish know. I had been a super fan. Like, I would have definitely, like, begged my parents to sign up for whatever, like, mailing list yeah that like was it was one of those it was definitely one of those like cd clearinghouse um (laughs) scams where it's like oh it's only a dollar plus a penny for each album plus shipping and handling (laughs) (laughs) oh right i do like they were careful like the bookcases that's not what they're called the bookends are made (laughs) out of like cardboard so they probably weren't going to be too big a drain on your bank account did you see the part where they were like there was a tobias book charm advertised but never seems to have gone in production <laughs> okay so scandal. let's do some serious investigative journalism and figure out what happened there because i would like right now i would put a tobias key on my keychain on my keychain well, it's not like proud. it's not a keychain it is Sorry? for your little for your little cardboard book box <laughs> that says no. animorphs on it I guess there's little slots where you can slot in little cardboard images of the animorphs, and there's only four of them. I love that they try to create, like, accessorize your book, your bookends, like, try to create a whole new market for this very serious, like, proprietary decorative technology that only they had (laughs) access to. Also, this book thing would only hold, like, ten books. Like, oh, that's not nearly enough. It There's a lot look, more Animorphs. It's not up to the amount of Animorphs no. that exists. <laughs> um, I guess this oh, is the beginning. Of, yeah. <laughs> we got distracted by a Wikia page before yeah, but we, we recorded. Did, we, did, we did read a whole book. We did yeah. not just read like the Wikia summaries of this mysterious Animorphs fan club, though we did also read those. Yeah. You know, we were, like, already, like, we were, like, we made our, like, little time. We were going to, like, try to start up at this time. And then we fell into this wikia <laughs> hole of this, like, fan club thing we didn't even know existed. So. <laughs> yep. I um, really like I really liked your idea for how we can work this into a future episode. So yeah. let's let's save that. Let's just put that in our future OC pocket. <laughs> I'm really excited about the possibilities. Yes. Also, I just got a Magikarp notification, which is oh, how's how's your boy? mistake to sign up for? Um, oh. my first boy retired. I'm on uh, my second now, one. What happens when they retire? They just like you can't train them anymore. They just like float around in the background sometimes, like ghosts. Oops. Oh, oh no. Yeah, okay. and then apparently, so it's definitely dead. Apparently, your magic carp can also be stolen by a Pidgey or something. And then they're, they're also retired. And by that, it definitely means dead because, like, they haven't evolved. They're just a magic carp who's gone, <laughs> who visits your current magic carp sometimes in, like, a ghostly form. Right, like a Lion King in the clouds, yeah. like, giant ghostly head of a magic carp. Yeah. Right? That's a little disconcerting. Well, it's like the full magic carp, but it's, like, in the distance. Of the tank, so it's like a little bit blue because it's like far away. <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay, a force ghost is yeah. what you're describing yeah. to me. Is that they've ascended to the Jedi plane? Yeah, it's definitely like a force ghost situation and magic carp cool. jump. <laughs> <laughs> a splash ghost, just like a little wet. Um, so this is episode forty-one. We read book thirty-two. The, uh, separation. the separation. How could I? How could I? How could you forget? Not remember. Welcome to Morph Club. <laughs> I'm Megan, <laughs> and I'm Carrie. We we had a poll on our Facebook group um, that someone started of if people could tell our voices. Oh, <laughs> who could remember who was who? And we did get a uh, I think seventy five percent could could tell eventually. That's better than chance, which That's is great. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this book, I had a great time. Me too! Okay, I'm very glad, because I I honestly liked it. This was, like, such a good time. Nothing was accomplished for the Animorphs. Um, This was a filler. Like, 
Like, this is the most filler episode that we've had in a while, but I had a great time. (laughs) Me too. And I remember really not liking it when I read it as a kid. I think my issue was, like, I can't, there's not a Rachel that you obviously want to root for, and Mm. that frustrated the hell out of me when I was a youth, because I was like, why can't one of them just be perfect, and this needs to be a simple solution, but... I, I really liked it this time around. Yeah. Not not that it was like, mm, yes, it was a filler episode. Yeah, it was not, just treading water. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely like, I liked it because it reminded me of like sitcom episodes where, yeah. like like on, on serialized TV when there's like an episode where like, they're just like, we need to have something wild happen. What if? Mm-hmm. It's a what if. Yeah, it is a what it's if. It's the Star Trek episode. Where the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, apparently Kay Applegate was like, oh, yeah, like, it's like that one Star Trek episode or Jekyll and Hyde. Like, that, that's what it is. And I yeah, was like, just okay, straight up. Yeah. I knew you guys are Star Trek fans. I know that it, <laughs> like, because that's also one of my favorite, like, I haven't seen all of the original series, but that's, like, one of my favorite ones I've watched. Because there's a unicorn dog. Yep. There's, like, like I think I Good might have. evil goatees. I might have talked about this one before. Because cool. it's so much fun. Like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I had a great. I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, this felt like a fun fanfic to me. Yeah, it was like all character. Mm-hmm. There technically was like a new thing introduced that I guess is going to be big in the next book that they're trying to stop. But mostly, it's just animorphs having interpersonal inter difficulty. Difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> intra intrapersonal. Hmm. Yeah. In, 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 yeah. Intra. Yeah. In, both. Um, it's both. Yeah, this... Yeah, this one... The only thing I remember from reading this book as a kid is the part where Rachel... Her mean Rachel is trying to start the car, and she says, like, Turns out, oh, yeah. if you jam a grizzly claw in there, it starts up. I think I remember, like, <laughs> reading that out loud to my parents as a kid, because I thought it was so Aww. funny. So I was like, oh, oh it's so good. It, I mean, it's still... It, it did... I think I chuckled reading yeah. that. It also... Okay. You read the physical book copy of mm-hmm. this, right? Mm-hmm. Were there actual chapter headings of Mean Rachel and Nice Rachel? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, It's like after great. a couple chapters, they have them labeled <laughs> as Mean Rachel. Nice. I also appreciate that it was Mean Rachel and, and Nice Rachel instead of Wuss Rachel and Mighty yeah. Rachel. <laughs> Me too. Like, they're like, okay, no, wait, like... Should we, should we take a time out and explain <laughs> what the premise of this book is? Yeah. In case people haven't read all of Animorphs and did not make it to book 32? Yeah, because I did, I did show a portion of part of one of the Rachels to someone and... And she was like, this seems really stereotypical. And I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> a lot of things have occurred. <laughs> um, okay, so this book is the Starfish book. Yes. The, Which people have been hotly anticipating. Yeah. Like several several kind individuals have been like, yeah. just you wait, y'all. I didn't even remember this one that well. And I'm so happy <laughs> about it. Um, the inside little... Um, you know, the inside has, like, a little pun subtitle. Oh, yeah. It says, Rachel seeing stars. Because she turns into a starfish, so. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, That's fine. That's not the worst that it's been. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been, like, the Animorphs are seeing double. Except I feel like that <laughs> is a real tagline. Yeah. That something else used yeah. in advertising this book. Yeah. So... There's like no, there's like no opening, um, goof morph situation. It's just like the drama starts immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Where like Rachel's on a field trip, and she has these like gold earrings that her dad gave her last time he couldn't hang out or something. Like when he oh, yeah. from from a trip he went on, and she drops one in a tide pool on this field trip, and she's upset. instead of like reaching her hand in to get it yeah like a normal human yeah yeah she she like scares off this boy who's like being a creep <laughs> but, that was almost which was is great too real yeah because he like he does the the thing that happens where like he compliments her and then she's like cool and he's like oh my god i take it back you stuck up jerk yeah well because she's just like that's too real well like he he's well, like okay she also is a little more threatening but yeah. i mean like he's like rachel you look good and she's like mm-hmm. yeah i know i always look good <laughs> yep bless <laughs> her like, heart i love you rachel you're so strong yep um 
Yeah, she scares him away. Um, and then she acquires and morphs a starfish so she can go in the tide pool and get her earring, mm-hmm. um, which turns out to not work out so great because starfish don't have, like, eyes. So she likes, she's, like, fumbling around in a tide pool for a while. Yuck. Unpleasant. Um, and then I think it's the same obnoxious kid, like, cuts this starfish in half with a shovel or something. I think it's just, like, an or innocent s- child wandering kid. around, like, not looking where he's putting mm-hmm. his really sharp metal shovel. Yeah. So, um, then what we, what we, the reader, see is Rachel demorphing, looking at, like, the other part of the starfish left behind, and then, like, getting super angry at, I think it was the kid from before who, sh- who was trying to flirt with her, um, and mm-hmm. she's, like, on the warpath, and she wants to go destroy him. Um, and then the next chapter is Rachel back at the tide pool going, oh, there's some blonde girl running off, but, like, I was just so scared about morphing, and... Mm-hmm. It's horrible. I can't believe I've been doing it. It's so terrifying. <laughs> like, it's so gross. And, like, I'm supposed to meet up with Tobias after school, but I kind of want to go shopping. <laughs> Do you think he'll feel bad? It's probably fine. He'll understand. I'm scared. Yeah, which is, like, like, <laughs> like her chapters are written in a very different tone, which is basically Cher from Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's extremely Valley Girl. Yeah, which I But, like, of- stereotypical, like late 90s yeah. like when you think what someone meant when they said valley girl yeah it's very it's very um very like some like it's <laughs> it, it is not how any real person yeah uh, but it's i kind of love it like it, it's kind Me of too, endearing she's not meant to be a real person she's yeah. meant to be like she's part of know. a person right like it's like rachel gets split into mean rachel which is like all for aggressive like like, like all, everything she's basically learned to encourage by being an anamorph. So, like, all of her mm-hmm. aggressiveness and impulsiveness um, and, like, her, like, like ability to hold a grudge. Yes. Um, and then nice Rachel is, like, baby Rachel. It's, like, Rachel who loves shopping and cares about her friends and cares about helping them. Mm-hmm. And, and has, like, a sense of duty and also long-term planning. Yeah, and also has a crush on every boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, every boy she sees, which is kind of, <laughs> like, which is, like, kind of endearing to me also. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like that it gets taken to, like, the furthest extreme. Oh, it's, like, it's clearly it's not great. just, like, look at this silly girl. It's, like, okay, like, maybe this is always happening for Rachel a little bit. Like, she's just, like, calculating how, like, cute every boy is, apparently, mm-hmm. which is, like, I'll take it. That's adorable. Yep. Um, and I, I do also like that both of them kind of are into shopping, even though me and yeah. Rachel, like, doesn't want to admit it. She's still, <laughs> yeah. like, I should buy... A leather jacket, yeah, now she, that I'm mean. She yeah. is immediately like, shopping is so stupid, but uh-huh. I think I really need, like, a leather jacket. I need to, like, get a look going. Yes. Good. <laughs> they both care about their appearance. <laughs> um, yeah, so me and Rachel goes off to fly with Tobias after school, which was, like, the original plan. N- nice Rachel happens to decide to go shopping. Like, she, like apparently loves shopping more than her board her bird boyfriend mm-hmm. there's so many other boys Why yeah this one there's so many other boys like she's like scoping out other boys in the food court or whatever while she's forcing cassie on this very long yeah. shopping trip <laughs> that like later on cassie refers to as like planned out like a uh, a war campaign <laughs> yeah I do like that. That's how Cassie figures out that this yeah. Rachel, this part of Rachel has the long-term planning. It's like, yeah, well, we really hit every sale. <laughs> yeah, like, Cassie is definitely suspicious that something is up immediately, mm-hmm. which is like, good Cassie, you know your friend. Yep. Like, you know right away. And then she, she especially knows something is wrong because, like, after Rachel is, like, like, shopping for a while, this other girl comes up to her and it's just, like, a super, like, super mean for no reason except for plot reasons. And she, like, wants to beat Rachel up, and Rachel just starts crying. And Cassie's like, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Um, and by this time, mean Rachel has flown around with Tobias and then eaten a fish hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, pulled its heart out while the heart was still beating yeah. and, like, devoured it. And it's, like, very quickly, you're getting a picture of, like... She's being portrayed as someone who is just really into the most violent aspects mm-hmm. of herself and doesn't kind of have a break on that. So yeah. she's 
screaming about being a predator and screaming about being like the lord yeah. of the skies and just wanting to show off her power and not really thinking through the long-term consequences i realized i realized mean rachel is essentially the things i find the most funny about viscer three. Oh my god <laughs> like she's just like yelling about how great she is and it's that yeah. like boundless self-confidence that is not fully yeah. necessary like she doesn't really have that much to be confident about, but she's right, so... It's the blustery yeah. egocentrism. It's good. And the, like, that's... impulsive violence, just, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, unchecked. Is, that's exactly what he... Like, the, the rip off an arm yeah. and hit someone over the head with it. It's like, yeah, Visser 3 is way into that. Yeah, like, Rachel is very close to, like, doing a classic Visser 3, just chop someone's hand off with no questions mm-hmm. asked. Like, like I think it's really only because she can't plan ahead at all. Yeah. Is the reason that, like, her... <laughs> Like, her violence is slightly minimized by the fact that she literally, like, gets distract, like, confused and distracted two mm-hmm. seconds into anything, which is, right. thank she goodness. Is, she's, like, she's reveling in destruction, and yeah. the louder and larger, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they had had more time to face off, but I did. That's, like, yeah. that's maybe my favorite scene in the book <laughs> is, like, that very end, which we'll get to when we get to. Um, so mean Rachel, I guess, just storms off after eating this fish. It's not really explained. Mm-hmm. Then she shows up at the mall and she's like, the mall is so lame, but I need a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I found I do incredible. need to take care of my whole look. Yeah, yeah, I need to get a look going. Um, so she... She doesn't even know at this point that, like, there is another Rachel. Yeah, she's no, just she's like, just yeah, like... I, I'm really feeling it. She's just like, I don't know why I wear the stuff I wear. I really need to get a leather jacket. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she like and she sees cassie and like there's some kind of like I, she's like oh cassie's going past a baby store she's probably like gonna go hang out with some parents and their babies that's so uncool i'm gonna go hide from her in this kitchen wares store in the knife the knife, store? <laughs> the knife yeah. section because then the same bully comes up to her and is like oh or am i gonna make you cry again um and rachel like straight up almost stabs her to death yeah. But instead, just, like, like pins you know her at, like, wall? a circus. Right. There's, like, that, that thing. If you're trying to draw a circus in a cartoon, you do that thing where <laughs> someone's, like, throwing knives. Thank you. Yes. Someone throwing knives, also known as mm-hmm. the knife thrower, and, like, pins someone's silhouette yeah. to the wall cartoon in the shape of knives. Style. <laughs> yeah. She does that to yeah. this girl. Which, like, there was a point where she was, like, I could just stab her through the heart with this knife. And I was, like, whoa! She's going yeah. right for that. <laughs> But, but she um, doesn't because the bully reminds her of herself yeah. because she's mean and tough. And she's like, like, okay. And she's like, we could have been friends if you just hadn't threatened me specifically. If you'd threatened someone right. else, it would have been great. We could have been friends. Um, so that's good. I do want to see that team up. Yeah. yeah. I ship it a little. I ship it a little. I ship it a, ship it a <laughs> little They could be bit. like a little girl gang. Yeah. They could run away together and mm-hmm. be mean to everyone. <laughs> sure. Um, so... Meanwhile, that's Heather's basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That is Heather's. So, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. So anyway, so Cassie drags nice Rachel back to the barn because she's like, yes, something is up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's a barn meeting where Cass. Oh God, this was also an amazing scene. It's so good. Because, like, we get there and, and Rachel is, like, in her little descriptions of everyone that they, they're obligated to give every book. Yes. Rachel is, for all of the boys, assessing if they're cute or not. Which, yeah. like, for Jake is very uncomfortable for me, the reader. Because she's like, yes. well, Jake is, like, really cute. And, like, he's my cousin. But if he wasn't my cousin, I'm like, no, what are you Ra- doing? Rachel, Stop. no. <laughs> um, I'm going to get out the no-no can. Yeah, Come no. <laughs> I guess, like... Oh, God, Rachel. And then she and she's thinking, like, Axe is not cute. He's an alien. He's frightening. Yes, I'm scared of him. Which, why won't they let the Andalites let be... Let Axe kiss! Let the Andalites be attractive! <laughs> I think this would be, that would be, like, too much for children, so I think... Oh, you cowards. Let, <laughs> let an alien kiss. <laughs> Wait till 2017, Applegates. <laughs> then Mass you'll... effect is a thing. It'll be Don't so normal. Yeah. Um, and... Um, later on, she does say that Eric is cute, but she doesn't feel comfortable saying it because he's an android, and that's, like, and weird. That's too weird. But also, he's kind of mature because he's older. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that's really good. 
Um, anyway, the, the most this important... must have been so much fun to write, yeah, honestly. Oh I think that's, that's part of what really appealed to me is like, I could feel delight yeah. coming through the page at like, you know how we like to write balanced characters? Like, <laughs> let's take the wheels, just, that's not what we call it. Let's take the brakes yeah, entirely off this car. It's so, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, cause then what, the, what, 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 the the most important one is that yes. nice Rachel, as they end up calling her, thinks Marco is cute and funny. <laughs> um, and and it's like they're all arguing about like, oh, maybe like Rachel's just messing with us. Like, what are you talking about? She's crying. I don't believe she was crying at the mall. Whatever. Um, and then Cassie's like, Rachel, can you tell me what you were saying about Marco <laughs> on our way here? And nice Rachel's like, what? Like that he's like cute and and funny. And they're all like. <laughs> Something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, Marco, like, sits down yeah. on the floor and turns, like, ghostly pale. Yeah, he can't believe it. It's too, yeah. like, something's horribly wrong. And they're like, oh, like, is she a controller? No, a controller would try harder to <laughs> act right. Would be better at being Rachel than, like, this monster. Um, so they, they're like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And then mean Rachel slams into the barn and is, like, cackling. <laughs> And, like, yelling about, like, oh. when's the next mission? Yeehaw! Woo, pew, pew! <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's like a, you know, cow- stranger comes to town. Except in this case, the stranger is, like, a young woman with a death wish <laughs> and murderous intent. It's just like, you know, when Urkel shows up and, like, has oh, this little catchphrase and just slams, op- slams open the door and shows up. That's basically me and Rachel. She just <laughs> shows up in the barn, like, what's going on? Audience Who applause. Who can we kill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess. Oh boy, was Stefan Urkel bad? Nice Urkel? Rachel, in the- was that bad oh, Urkel? Not- I don't remember. I don't think I watched very much Family Matters. Megan, I've seen none. I've seen none episodes of Family Matters. I've seen like parts of it. Ep- I've like absorbed it through cultural osmosis. Yeah. I don't know how much of it is real and how much is people lying to yeah. me about how weird it got. I've seen like parts of it on Nick at Night as a kid. Um, I just know the name Stefan Urkel exists. I don't know if he's yes. an e- like I don't know if he's like bad boy Urkel. He's like or the like suave, suave one, Urkel right? or like. Yeah. But is he like suave in a preppy way or su- anyway? This is you not were asking the wrong lady. I'm sorry. This is not really relevant to this book. I just th- well, it kind of <laughs> if we want to devolve entirely into like tropes of like yeah. characters with split personality, I, in, you know, in like the grossest sense yeah. of not grossest like yucky, but grossest weird, overarching, yeah. overused, incorrect sense yeah. of the term. Well, I just I always love the concept of a character having. And e- like becoming an evil counterpart for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's me like too. one of my favorite things. It's my favorite, one of my favorite dumb tropes. Yeah, I like it's it a lot. so fun because it's like you yeah. get to see another side of the character. They get a makeover. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's mandatory. They get to wear like I was so cool happy. clothes, and yep. they get to like act out their like their id, the e- ego. Yeah, the, yeah, the that's id. the one. The id. Um, it's fun. So I had a great time with this book. Anyway, so Mean Rachel is just. Yippee-ki-yaying her way into the barn. <laughs> and they're like, wait, there's two Rachels. Um, and I do like that Marco's train of thought is immediately, oh, okay, so, like, Tobias can date the main one. Does that mean I get to date the nice one? <laughs> and uh, mean, mean Rachel does not cooperate with that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think that's the first time she tries to kill an animorph in the course of this book <laughs> is immediately after Marco makes an ill-advised joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, understandably, everyone is freaked out, um, and they try... Into all of this steps our favorite (laughs) plot delivery mechanism, (laughs) Eric himself. Yeah, Eric is like, oh, by the way, um, here's a plot thing that'll be important in the next book. There's some kind of anti-morphing ray? Sure. (laughs) You know. Um... This is the most pinky in the brain. Like they didn't even give it a fun name. No. It's just like let's let's you know the thing you can do, you can't do it anymore. Yeah, there's no like, you know, acronym name, like no. particle reversing sure. polarity. Like Z space Z space inhibition generator. Yeah. I don't know. We could come up with something. Maybe maybe the anamorphs are the ones calling it the anti morphing ray. That's fair. Or the Chi, who yeah, maybe, maybe are the not chi. the most imaginative androids yeah. on the planet. They're the dogs of androids, so they're probably yeah. like, you know, what's a fun name? 
you know, if we have to call it something, we should give it a fun name, like Anti-Morphing yep. Ray. <laughs> um, so the the Yurks have apparently bought the um, Animorphic... Consumer Reports, Yeah, basically. they've bought the Consumer Reports of this universe and uh-huh. stuck their Anti-Morphing Ray in there. For no reason, except that it sets up a really cartoonish, fun fight scene. Yeah. Like, it sets up, like, a, a farce generator for them to fight through later on. They get to, like, stumble into, like, a Rube Goldberg machine. Yes, of, that is it. Right. Of plot device, like, things to break. <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, this is the mission, though, by the way. Um, and the animal... Don't worry about it. Don't worry oh, about like, it. In the middle of this, Eric just tells them, like... I have got to stop hanging out with you yeah, guys. You are really you guys are weird. weird. I like, yeah. I like, I like this. Like, I, Eric has some good moments in this book. He, yeah. he like has like a personality in a way that he doesn't always get to have. Oh, have we mentioned that this was not ghost written? Oh, really? Yeah. That K. explains K. a lot. wrote this book. Yeah. <laughs> that explains this a lot. This is the only one. Like, this is the one, like, you, how terrible was her schedule at yeah. this point? Like, you know, she was overworked as hell. And this is the book where she was like, no. I'm a big Star Trek fan. I'm yeah. putting down all of my karma. I'm cashing it yeah. all in to write the one where Rachel gets to have an evil twin. You know what? I would probably make the same decision. If I had to like yeah, decide which book great. to write, I'd be like, not the two before this that were like really sad. I want yeah. the one <laughs> where Rachel's confronting her demons yep. through a sitcom like yep. Star Trek a sitcom plot. sitcom premise. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do manage to get out of the two Rachel's like explanations of what happened that the starfish morph got split so both of them demorphed into rachel's so rachel is split don't even worry about the science like this is garbage and so is the ending of the book but please just oh yeah put that out of your head it's magic morphing has always been magic and not technology it's fine i mean like even axe is like this is a fascinating like problem Like, I was distracted by sports on the day that we studied this in class. Yeah. But. Like, wow, I, I wasn't awake for this one, but yeah. this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really like that uh, the Rachels are, I think in this scene, when they're trying to talk through the field trip, they go off on a tangent about like, oh, you know, I had to do this because of those earrings. Yeah. You know, that dad gave yeah. me because. And then we get the two very different, but it's clear that Rachel knows both of these yeah. simultaneously, that it was both like a sweet generous gift and like a guilt gift of like yeah. her dad couldn't be there in person yeah um, i and, like that we get to see both of those at once yeah because like i think in the in the first chapter before she before she gets split she she mentions like oh like these are these earrings that my dad gave me it'd be they'd be hard to replace but she kind of like writes it off as just like oh i couldn't like replace them at the mall but then with these yeah. two rachels you can see the two like personalities where it's like my dad would be really sad if i lost them and they're just a guilt gift from him, like, mm-hmm. which is cool. Like, I like that it's like this is a ridiculous plot line, but they, there right. are some moments where it's like a good way to confront who Rachel is now in the books. Yeah. But also, like, the way that she'll act tough, but not actually be completely tough. Like, she mm-hmm. isn't really mean Rachel all the time, but mean I, Rachel. I really like, yeah. Oh, but mean Rachel has been become stronger. Because of being an anamorph, like it's not not a part of her, and it's a bigger mm-hmm. part of her than she probably used to be. Um, amongst- and I really like, uh, like back in the day when she was just just a teen mm-hmm. with just teen problems mm-hmm. as opposed to war problems. Um, I I really like her relationship with her dad in this book yeah. too, and I think that's one of the few times Nice Rachel gets to have like stand up for herself yeah. is like talking to her dad and her dad's going off on this tangent about like oh you know my work has been so hard yeah. and like i'm really proud of this segment and nice rachel is straight up just like no dad like this is about like, me i have something i need to, I talk. Need to talk to you about yeah <laughs> yeah no i was like oh like like she's kind of like rachel pre-anamorphs if she didn't have this mean side to cultivate like she's mm-hmm. she is the rachel who i think others see when they see her first right She's like the outside appearance of of a valley girl who like mm-hmm. is like a daddy's girl who wants to go shopping all the time and cares is in like can't make any decisions because she cares too much about her <laughs> friends. Um, yeah. But then like Mean Rachel's always there too, and they have to work together in the end. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I love anyway. it. I love it. It's ridiculous, but like mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so anyway, so Eric's like, we gotta go get that ray destroyed. 
Yeah, gotta go get that MacGuffin, guys. Yeah. Gotta go break it. Um, and Jake is just like, Rachel's, you're benched, go home. Which, okay, Jake, Jake, I don't know how you expect two Rachels to explain themselves to her mom. Yeah, they don't, they don't think this through at all. Like, it's really. never. They're so, dis- yeah. they're so unconcerned with this whole situation. And I guess they have a lot going on, yeah. but they really are leaving the Rachels to fend for themselves. Yeah, because, like, I don't know if I would trust the two of them to cooperate in any way. Like, no. Like, they happen to not be seen by her parents because mean rachel decides to sneak in as a cockroach but it's not really explained why she does that just for fun like they're so close to getting caught with two rachels Uh (laughs) um so they go home but like mean rachel's really mean and like doesn't Uh. let she doesn't let nice rachel sleep on the bed just sleep on the floor Oh. This poor baby, and she has the Bobo Bear, which I think was mentioned in, like, book one or something, or, like, her first book. Yeah, it's been a minute. Bobo Bear, not a great book for Bobo no, Bear No, Bobo either. Bear has some problems. Yes. Um, and I also realized, like, she has a toy bear, and then she morphs a bear all the time. Oh. And Mean Rachel rips off the arm, and Rachel's arm gets ripped off. <laughs> 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 There's levels to this book. <laughs> um... So poor nice Rachel is, like, really upset, and then mean Rachel's, like, basically threatening her, like, if you go on the bite, I'll kill you. Like, I'm gonna go on that mission, and she, like, goes out the window and goes to join the Animorphs on their mission. Yikes. And nice Rachel just kind of, like, curls up on the floor (laughs) into a tighter ball, like, doesn't even want to get into the bed when mean Rachel isn't in the room. Like, I love, like, mean Rachel is so much fun to read, but I also got, like, really concerned for nice Rachel, because she's just, like, trying her best. (laughs) Um, And she, like, the problem she has is that she has, like, very little short-term memory, basically. Like, she, Mm -hmm. like, the part of the brain that does, like, the short-term impulsive things, she's, she doesn't really have. That's what mean Rachel has. Nice Rachel has the long-term planning, but she has to, like, write stuff down in order to remember to do it. Yeah, she has to, like, self-memento, basically. Um, and so she decides to call her dad, um... I'm not sure exactly why her reasoning beyond the fact that she's, like, Rachel's, like, youngest, like, yeah. sweetest, like, most scared impulses going, like, I don't know, I'll call my dad. Um, so she writes down, call dad. Call oh, dad. call daddy, she writes down. Oh, you're right. Um, which is, like, so, <laughs> it's like, no, no, you're, like, a baby. <laughs> um, so she calls her dad and is, like telling him that something is wrong because i think she wants to tell him about the yurks yeah she kind of just wants to tell him about the whole thing because she's convinced that like that will fix this somehow that she's it's really sad yeah like i don't know who to talk to i can't talk to my friends because Mm -hmm. they think i'm useless i can't talk to mean rachel because maybe she'll kill me yeah who can i talk to who's not a controller yeah maybe my dad yeah oh rachel so she calls her dad and she's like something's wrong i need to talk to you um, and her dad's basically like, well, I have a layover so I can hang out with you. Like, I can have a meal with you tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is so sad. That her, but I guess he, he genuinely is busy, but also, like, there's the implication that he has, like, skipped the last couple meetings they're supposed to yeah. have. Because, like, you hear him going, Rachel, are you on drugs? What's wrong? I did this story right. on drugs once. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. I, I know about it. I know it. what the teens are into, yeah. Um, and then Fellow you do teens. hear from the next room, when, when oh, Rachel finishes her call, you hear her mom answering the phone going, what? No, she's not on drugs. Yes, I know that, because I see her every day. I'm like, you. <laughs> Which is like, I really like, I think as a kid, I would have ignored all these parts, but like, now, everything with her parents, I'm like, her dad must be so freaked out by the end of the book about yeah. Rachel's state of mind. But also, like, her mom must be so mad at her dad for, like, barreling into this and, like, oh, I can fix everything with this one thing. I was definitely, when I finished this book, I was like, how is Rachel going to explain to her dad? And then I was like, oh, wait, I bet if her dad brings this up with her mom, her mom will just be like, Rachel is messing with you because she's mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. Like, and it might all be fine. Um, Yeah, so, meanwhile. Meanwhile, mean Rachel has morphed something of owl yeah she got very excited she got really excited about being an owl and then like almost killed a cat oh yeah but this is this is uh one of the first times oh that's not true she's like already threatened to kill a bunch of people but this is one of the first times you get to see like really the darker side of like if left completely unchecked and obviously again like this is a caricature this isn't a real person but like she gets so frustrated with not being able to follow through on this impulse to kill this cat that she, like, just lies in the grass yeah. and screams at herself yeah. for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, she she's not... She's not functional. Yeah, 
she's not stable and she doesn't have any like she can't cope with things going wrong the way like yeah. a person who has both of their personalities integrated can kind of right. self uh, like control and self like soothe yeah. do actual self talk <laughs> yeah um but she does eventually meet up with the group well after now that's a bit that's <laughs> a bit of a generous way to put it well okay so she she, she arrives at Consumer Reports yeah, headquarters. I forget what they call it in the book, but it's Consumer Reports. Um, yeah. The, she... She hears an alarm going yeah. off. She decides to go into the truck bay to get into the, like, the warehouse yeah. proper. Honestly, all I remember is her just smashing a bunch of stuff in Bear Morph. <laughs> yeah. She, she like, morphs Grizzly. She throws a man out of a truck. There's, like, some brief comic humor. <laughs> she does not actually kill this man. It's okay. Um, this is when she does her claw through the ignition thing which, that stuck out to you. Which I swear is also something that Wolverine does in one of the X-Men movies. Uh, yes. He, like, sticks yeah. out just one snicket, right? Yeah. And just, like, hot wires the car that way. They I think you're right. would be best friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they super would. Well, she is, yeah. She's the Wolverine of this team. <laughs> and that's why, I like, I like that the girl gets to be Wolverine in the Animorphs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she what a good series. It's so good. What good books? I'm so happy. Um, so she finds a silver convertible, and that's what she ends oh, up yeah. driving away um, into. I guess the section where the animorphs are, um, and then she just sort of breaks a bunch of stuff, um, and kind of the mission does not go well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the fun. Like. Picturing an animated series yeah. of Animorphs, this is where in the background there are, like, you know, incredible machines, yeah. like, stretching out <laughs> pants and, like, testing egg beaters and, like, stretching sneakers. And you know that horrible, like, Nike running thing that's, like, the real mannequin running in slow motion? Like, a yeah. hundred of those in the background as Rachel's yeah. driving a car through this testing facility, like, bowling yeah. over Hork Majeer. In Bear Morph, I think. So it's a... Yes! I, think, oh, I believe sorry. it's a bear yes, driving She's still in Bear Morph. Yeah. Which is incredible <laughs> that's pretty good um but she the mission does not go well and so we see nice rachel like trying to fall asleep like she, i think she's fallen asleep on the floor yeah um, maybe. me and rachel slams in at, in the middle of the night and is like oh that was great i went on a mission um and then she like talks about like like she rips this is when she rips the arms off bobo bear um and then talks about Oh, yeah. How during the mission, her arm got ripped off, and then she used it to hit a bunch of hork and it was totally awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, poor nice Rachel is, like, all of the parts of her that are disgusted and scared by all these things, so she's just like, <laughs> Which, like, poor, like, she she can't ever, like, she mentions later on in the book that it's like she can never get used to it, because she doesn't have that oh, part of her yeah. personality. That really stuck with me. Which is, like, like that was so a very rough. effective depiction of horror. Yeah. But also, it's like, it's like, always going to be this hard. It's never going to yeah. get better. And she talks about how, like, she can't be brave, but, like, that's sort of a part of being brave is doing something scary over and over because Even you have to. to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, poor, poor nice Rachel. She's just <laughs> trying her best. Listen, poor both of them. Yeah. Me and Rachel just wants to do a murder and nobody is letting yeah. her. It's it, hard. I just, I do love that the main thing stopping her from, like, being arrested for killing someone is that she can't plan ahead at all. Yeah, like yeah. she, like but she is Visser three, yeah. right? Like that's why we find him comical most of the time instead of horrifying. Is because he's an ineffectual murderer. Yeah, like they both get distracted by a cat. Except Visser three, yeah. I think maybe wouldn't kill it right away. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just sort of like that. Like, ooh, wait. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the next day, the Animorphs are like, yeah, didn't get that ray gun. Wonder whose fault that was. And Erica Chi is like, they moved it to another location. Now we will have to get to the next level of <laughs> getting this ray gun. Um, and there's a day where Nice Rachel is at school and, like, Cassie and Marco both take turns, like, kind of testing how yeah. she's going to act in, like, a stressful situation. And Cassie does this by, like... Do you want to go to this barn meeting or do you want to go shopping? <laughs> what do you think is the right answer here? Um, and Nice Rachel picks up on it pretty quickly, yeah. actually. And is like, hey, you were just asking me this to see what I would do yeah. when we face the real, like, stress test, huh? Yeah, like, she's kind of an airhead. Like, like, like she genuinely is kind of, like, she keeps forgetting stuff. But she mm -hmm. does have, like, the perception that r real Rachel has. 
So she's right. able to be like, you're trying to test me, but then she'll get distracted by something two seconds later. Um, mm-hmm. And Marco's test is not going to go to the mall <laughs> with me, but is just like gently hitting on her and seeing how long she'll put up with yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, so like about that thing that I said earlier, um, it's like we could go out though, right? <laughs> Which like, it's just a joke. I'm just testing you, but like, I mean... What's the answer, though? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding, but also. (laughs) Which is like, oh, Marco. Oh, Marco. Marco, sweetie. It's okay. Axe has a human morph. You'll be fine. So then they have another barn meeting, um, and me and Rachel decides to spy on it. Um, Dun, dun, dun. And Eric's like, they moved the thing. Also, B2-dubs, I have a way to solve the Rachel thing, but they have to cooperate. But we're not going to so do good. But we're not going to do that yet. We're going to go on a mission, even though we have two wild cards over here, and we need. <laughs> and apparently, we need six people for the mission, according to Jake. <laughs> sure. Um, well, cause, yeah. No, this was a bit of a stretch, but it's like they're doing this really high tech decoy thing mm-hmm. where they're putting the MacGuffin on one of three trucks and sending out three trucks at once. So we need two people per truck to follow it. Obviously. I genuinely didn't even get that. I was too busy. I think I was too <laughs> focused on what the Rachels were doing. Also a good question. I don't remember where nice Rachel is at this point. Is she maybe at the airport already? Yeah, I think she's getting ready And that's ready why she's something. not at the barn meeting? She's okay. either there or getting ready to go there. Yeah. Oh, she has to take buses out to the airport because she's still, this whole book, nice Rachel hasn't morphed once. Yeah. Like, she's very hung up on morphing is terrible and horrible yeah, and I'm never going to do it. Like, I yeah. mean, it's, she's, because she's. She's Rachel's nice side, but she's also kind of who Rachel was before she got used to being an anamorph. Like, it's kind of more than just um, her, like, impulsive side versus her, like, nice side. It's, like, also yeah. kind of who Rachel could have been before the anamorphs and who Rachel is being enabled to become because of being in a war. Um, <laughs> so, nice Rachel heads out to the airport to talk to her dad at um, some cafe place sure um and so she's trying to talk to her dad and she almost spills the beans about the yurks but also sort of just like rambles about how she likes a boy and doesn't know but he but he's a bird but he's an alien but like like she's trying to explain this to him and her dad is trying to find like the most logical explanation like oh he's an alien oh like like i have like uh what was it a maid who's an alien too and she's like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, she's from the Ukraine. And, and she's like, oh, that's not what I meant really, but sort of, but, and then she sees me and Rachel and like starts crying and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> um, so a quick change operation. This is like the reverse of like, you know, I accidentally signed up for two dates oh, to the prom. Yeah. That is exactly what I thought when I read the sequence. <laughs> you know, the Boy Meets World episode where he has to help the one guy with his poetry, but also help the other guy Oh, he has to date with Topanga, but then he also has to help out the wrestler with his dad because he, they're not connecting. And he's going to get beat up if he doesn't help the wrestler, but he's going to make Topanga sad if he doesn't go on the date. Yeah. That was a real episode. Sure. <laughs> yes, no, definitely. It, but it's also, uh, wow, Cyrano de Bergerac mm. a little bit, right? Yeah, like that classic tale. <laughs> classic hijinks reversed. <laughs> um, so that mean Rachel shows up and is like, oh, hey, dad, and like... He's like, whoa, did you change? Sits backwards on her chair. In her, like, leotard because she flew there. And the dad's like. Her dad's like, are you barefoot? She's like, yeah, it's fashion. Don't worry about it. Look it up, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, like, her dad's like, I only have so much time before I have to catch my my other flight. Um, And me and Rachel's like, that's it then. Like, we're done or whatever. Um, And, like, essentially, she stops nice Rachel from from telling her dad about Yerkes, which I guess. Yeah. I guess is good. I don't know. Sure. I they I didn't quite follow this part, yeah. but it also was fun to read. Yeah, so I I'm feel like that. Rachel was also like she was also conflicted about the fact that she had a crush on Tobias like that she was really into Tobias who's a bird and that was weird and she right. wanted to be normal or something. Yeah, and nice Rachel still has she's the one who has like the sense of duty. Yeah. So she has this conflicting I think that's part of why she can't quite bring herself to say like Hey, my friends and I are part of an interstellar war, and also <laughs> yeah. anyone could be one of them. Yeah. And so you're not, Dad, right? You're not? You would tell me? Yeah. You have to tell me legally oh, if you're a controller. Baby Rachel. Um, <sighs> so that's that plot point is done. We don't hear back about what her poor dad probably tells her mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, like, what repercussions Rachel faces, because back at the barn, um, me and Rachel's hiding out listening to the mission. 
plans. Um, and yeah, so Eric is like, we could probably get them to be formed together again, but first we have to get on these trucks. Um, but they're like, we need six people. And which Rachel do we take? Yeah, which Rachel do we take? And they're like, no, I mean, Rachel's too impulsive. And then Cassie's like, but wait, I've figured it out. <laughs> yeah and but it's interrupted by mean rachel getting mad at the fact that they're calling her impulsive and demorphing from fly and screaming about how she's gonna kill them all and then she like launches at marco mid-morph and like nice rachel comes yeah. in and starts screaming <laughs> it's bad news it's horrible like it's genuinely horrible mm. she has like another she's like you know the other Animorphs have time because morphing yeah. is slow. So it's like two <laughs> minutes of Rachel slowly demorphing while they all get to morph like Tiger yeah. and get ready to stop her. Also, I believe there's a part where like her like half fly mouth is oh, like no. yeah. sucking Marco's yep. breath so he can't breathe. It's really, it's really it's gross really and bad. bad. Um, like <laughs> poor nice Rachel still can't handle morphing because she literally cannot get used to it. Like that part of her yeah. brain is in I mean, Rachel. Um, so, anyway, so they're all, like, they sort of manage to stop me and Rachel from killing everyone. <laughs> I think they just knock her yeah, out. Yeah, they knock her out because they're, like, we can't bring her. Um, mm-hmm. She's too much of a wild card. But nice, Rachel, maybe we could bring you. And she's, like, terrified. But Cassie has realized that me- nice Rachel has the sense of duty so they can get her to go. She'll just hate it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, yeah, oh, okay. God, she's so unhappy. Yeah, she's basically screaming the whole time. And I was like, same. That's what I would do. I would <laughs> just be like crying and screaming the entire time. Absolutely. This is not a thing you can get used to. Like, she doesn't really enjoy flying. Like, she, she's like, flying is kind of cool, except it's really scary. And right. morphing is so scary every time. Yeah, Jake has to talk her through, like, keep your eyes closed. Yeah. Like, you're almost done. Like, you're almost there. I also really liked. Jake does good. Yeah, Jake does good, good stuff in this book. He's like a good. He's a good dad. Yeah. Like, and there's like another. Oh, there's the part at the airport where, where also her dad's like, wait, are you trying? Are you dating Jake? And Rachel's like, <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> Which I was like, I don't. I didn't even want this brought up, but I guess I'm glad you yeah. denied it so quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really like their like. Like, he's not her brother, but it's, like, that kind of, like, relationship where, like, they've known each other for a long time, and he's helping right. her out when she's, like, super not doing good on her own. Um, but it, everything is scary the whole time for her. Um, and they mm-hmm. morph cockroaches, and they're, like, on the truck, and there's, like, an explosion and or something. And there's ga- they get gassed as cockroaches yeah, on the truck. Something. Rachel's still screaming the whole time. Yeah. But essentially, they, they get knocked out mid-mission. Yeah. Um, but they are cockroaches, so they're they're alive. But they get put right. into boxes in the Consumer Reports building, and um, Rachel freaks out because she's stuck in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake's and trying Jake, to Jake's attempt to calm her down. Maybe maybe not the wisest <laughs> thing in the world because what he does, it's like Rachel, this isn't even the worst it's been. Let me give you a litany of every other time we've nearly died, trapped as horrible monsters. Yeah, let me... Like, remember that time we had mind control devices implanted in us? Like, remember how we went through a meatpacking plant? You're not scared, right? This is fine. Like, remember when all those world leaders were here and, like, we're not, oh we're God. still not sure how that ended up. Like, oh, right. We still don't know which one is a controller. Cool, like, right? Like, our lives, our lives are so bad that this is fine, like, is Jake, what he's trying buddy, to say. buddy, maybe you should not bring this up right now. Um, no. So, yeah, she's not super helped out by that. No. She's just screaming in thought speak, like, I'll tell you everything, just let me yeah. go. Meanwhile, Mean Rachel wakes up. They did tuck her in, which I really <laughs> liked. It's like she's waking up, like, so mad, but she's been, like, gently tucked in with blankets into, like, a stall in the barn. That's really cute. Um, yeah. So she she storms her way over to the Consumer Reports building um smashes up a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. um nice rachel is i believe picked up by a hork bajir um while mean rachel in hork bajir morph is just breaking things um yeah. and somebody uh, a hork bajir mentions like mr three is gonna be here soon yeah. and you'll be sorry <laughs> um meanwhile mean rachel is focused on wanting to kill jake and rachel specifically yep. earlier in cool. the book she was like implying that she would kill jake if he got in her way and that's part of why Nice Rachel was so scared, because she was like, Mean Rachel might just kill me if I don't do what right, she says. if she doesn't need me, yeah. So there's, like, a very real, like, Mean Rachel might kill Nice Rachel, um, if given the chance. And now she's on the warpath. Um, but 
thankfully she's distracted by a bunch of hork on her way there, so she <laughs> spends a lot of time attacking them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, pretty successfully, yeah, like, does straight up just kill them, I think, in really, like, horrible, like, holding oh, yeah. their own guts yeah. kind of description. Well, it's like, if you kind of point her in the right direction, she might do what yeah. you want for a little <laughs> while and then get distracted by something else she wants to kill. Yeah, so, it's like a, an RC car yeah. where the remote is slowly like, dying, so all you can then... do is just, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and apparently Visitor 3 shows up, and this is around when Mean Rachel finds Nice Rachel. Um, like, they're sort of broken out of their little boxes. She says that she stepped on Jake. Um, so Rachel's like, oh god, you, you killed Jake. Um. Right, now it's just down to us to get out of this trap that we're in. They're in, like, a trash compactor, basically. Visitor 3 is, like... All Andalites are hideously claustrophobic, which we do kind of know. So the worst possible death for them would be to be crushed to death by a, a room yeah. that gets smaller. And they're also... So this whole facility is a trap. And it's also like, they're like, oh, there's some cockroaches, but they might be regular cockroaches. Plus, Fissure 3 doesn't want to kill the Andalites. He wants to keep them so they can... Right. He wants to infest them. Which I thought Fissure 3 didn't want other Yurks to have his cool body, but... Me too. Maybe in this book he was thinking he would upgrade to a younger model or something. Oh no! But then he'd be yeah, less. There's a lot of a lot of car talk here. But he'd be less strong anyway. So maybe he's still maybe he's still in uh, in the red with the Council of Thirteen yeah. because of his and Visser One's like horrible standoff yeah. a couple of books ago. So he needs to do something big and flashy, yeah. or may- to get back in their good graces. Plus, he could just kind of keep the bodies on backup in case something happens. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. his plans don't make no, sense. Right. Just like me and Rachel's. So. <laughs> um, so he shows up, and this means that Ra- Nice Rachel and Mean Rachel have to cooperate because... It's so yeah, good! because Mean Rachel kind of accepts that she's terrible at long-term planning, and she wants yeah. to get Visser 3, and Nice Rachel can actually help her plan. So they work mm-hmm. together, um, and they, instead of... It's it's so good. Yeah. It, like, Mean Rachel literally turns to Nice <laughs> Rachel and is like, begrudgingly, it's like, it's not like I like you or anything, but what do we do now? Yeah, and they... It's so good. And I also like that they, they, they defeat him in this book, not by a huge fight, which I would have kind of also enjoyed, but it's sort of more boring to me. They, like, tr- they manage to trick him because they're, like, they, they can understand his thought process or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we know that you can't kill us because you want our Andalite bodies, but what if we, like, what if me, Rachel, one person, <laughs> like, what <laughs> if I slit my own throat first? And Mr. Three's like, no, no, I need the body. And and then, like, she morphs a fly and goes in his ear and is like, if I demorph in your ear, you'll die. Right, there were two of us all along, and that's why we're stronger than you. Yeah, and and then he lets them go, and he's like, "Next time, I will not hesitate to kill you." <laughs> which is <laughs> which he said like at the end of every episode, yeah. like from now until infinity. It's, it's perfect. It's like the "I'll get you next time" gadget. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> next time, but weren't for those meddling twins. Um, so they like stumble home, and it turns out Jake was alive the whole time. He was yeah, like, thank goodness for cockroaches, apparently. <laughs> he was like stuck to Rachel's hork foot for a yeah. while. And then he was like, no, I wanted to have you guys figure, figure this out on your own, that you need to work together. Which they do. Which, they need each other. Which, like, I'm glad it worked, but like, Jake, buddy, what if it didn't? What if they didn't <laughs> cooperate? Yeah. Um, well, he, I do, I really like his dad ending speech, <laughs> which is, it starts out like this very kind, like, can't you see, like, you saved each other, like, neither one of you is complete without the other, like, Rachel, we need you, yeah. like, as your whole package, like, we can't just take one or the other, so here's why you should do this thing, or I swear to God, I'll give you both the Visser 3. <laughs> yeah, I will like, give you- deadpan, yeah. And, like, I do appreciate that, like, earlier in the book, like, obviously, mean Rachel doesn't like nice Rachel, she calls her, like, wuss Rachel, she doesn't want anything to mm-hmm. do with her, but nice Rachel also doesn't want to recombine, because she's like, I don't want to be with her, I don't like her, she's mean- I don't, right. I don't want to be that. I don't like that part of myself. There's no, like, can't I just survive without it entirely? Yeah, and so it's, like, I think that's, like, the internal conflict that, like, the previous two books were Marco and Jake kind of confronting who they've become. Yeah. And so this is, like, the, the more fun way of Rachel kind of yeah. confronting the <laughs> fact that, like, she does like this. She likes fighting. She likes aspects of this situation, and she's not completely okay with it. Um, but this book is kind of about her accepting this part of herself that is mm-hmm. necessary and helpful, but also kind of scary and needs to be checked. 
Um, right. So, like, nice Rachel kind of is like, oh, like, I do need this side of me also. I didn't want to be stuck with her, but I understand now that she helps me be what I need to be. Like, she helps me be able to get used to being morphing instead of screaming oh. every time. <laughs> um, so they... In order to solve the problem, they, like, acquire each each other and then morph each other and then they get shocked with a bunch of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most garbage thing that we've seen in a long time. They, like, gem fuse into yeah. each other to make one Rachel, basically. Yeah. And then they're back to being a normal Rachel and Tobias is like, hey, we should go flying. The two of me and the two of you. Because, because oh. like, Rachel, before she reforms, she's, like, thinking about, like, what would it be like if my friends got split like this? Because, like, Cassie's, like, she's got so much niceness to her, there wouldn't be much of a meanness. But, like, Jake and Axe, they would definitely, they have a dark side that, like, mm-hmm. I, I understand. But, like, Tobias... And Tobias deals with, like, predator... Yeah, and he would be... Predator-human split Yeah, like, he's human and bird. That That's what would happen to him. Um, and so at the end, they both appreciate the fact that they are multifaceted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I was like, that's, oh. that's the end. There isn't even one more chapter of just wrapping. Okay. Everything's nope. fine. Her, her mom's going to talk to her dad. Neither of her sisters are ever going to ask why she was screaming at herself for so long, for so many nights in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, everyone at school is okay with this. It's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Th- I forgot that, first of all, her little sister is like, Rachel, are you talking to yourself or yelling at yourself? And Rachel's like, yeah, what's the big deal? <laughs> and Jordan's like, okay, just wanted to make sure. Uh, and then, like, also... Glad we're on the same page. Also, at school, there's, like... I just... I like the implication that everyone at school thinks Rachel is super mean already. Because, like, some girl yeah. is like, oh, where'd you get that shirt? And, like, nice Rachel's just like, oh, yeah, it was on sale at, like, Abercrombie and Fitch, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And, like, the nice girl is, like, kind of surprised that Rachel's being nice to her. <laughs> so she assumes just, like, you don't have to be sarcastic about yeah. it. I was just asking. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, is this, like, how Rachel comes off? Because, like, also the boy at the beginning seemed to be expecting her to tell him yeah. off. So I was like... I think way back at the start, like, before she even meets this, you know, generic, like, NPC boy who hits on Rachel yeah. number 22, she's talking about, like... All of her classmates feel relieved when she leaves. Yes. Like, they all get kind of a bad vibe off of her, and she can see, like, the tension easing yeah. out of them as she walks away, which is, like, desperately yeah. sad. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, I already thought it was nice that she and Cassie were best friends instead of Rachel having, like, popular girlfriends, but now it's like, oh, no, like, Rachel's very pretty, and she can do, like, the typical teenager thing on the outside but she can't really be friends with them anymore like maybe yeah. like before she was friends with melissa also but now it's like no she's friends with cassie like cassie is the only person who understands her who she can <laughs> sit with at lunch because i guess the enworths can all sit together <laughs> they get denied children. so many i know <laughs> just like this again a great example of a book that could have been a beach episode yeah. like if we had just taken like three steps in the other direction and dropped an earring on the sand like why can't the end of the book just be like three pages of them hanging out at the beach just <laughs> i know i know like let's go back and have a good time by the title pool. like she'll like just p- once. put her earrings in pointedly one on each ear like i have both uh-huh. of them i'm i'm balanced yeah now. i can have yeah. i can wear one she pair. looks directly at the camera <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, sitting in the beach, like, looking at a starfish, like, I've really come really far. And now <laughs> we're having a great cookout. The end. <laughs> oh, okay. That's beautiful. That's Thank my you. fan You've fiction. healed me. That's... You've healed me in this moment. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. <sighs> See, I had such a good time with this book. <laughs> I enjoyed me every too. minute of it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, no, me too. I, I think for the reasons we talked about is, like, it was a romp that wasn't pretending to be anything other yeah. than a romp. And I, I think I was able to successfully turn off the part of my brain that cares about, like, an overarching yeah. plot. Yeah. Um, the second it became clear that it was just, like, we have to stop the thing yeah. from happening. Because ultimately, don't the thing. they don't actually stop the ray at all. That's going to be, yeah. like, from the... Um, ad for the next book I saw at the end of this one looks like that's going to be what they're doing in that book too. Yeah, um, and heads up, guys! I think that is the the like straight up torture book ooh. where Tobias spends a lot of the time like being physically and mentally tortured. Oh. Unless that's later in the series, uh, um, I can't remember, but that's probably okay. I, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't want to read that, maybe maybe don't read that. Maybe book. maybe don't. We're probably yeah. going to talk about it, so be forewarned. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
man, man. Like I, I know. <laughs> I get why I every book can't be like this, but I do like the way that this book balances. Like they do delve into Rachel's like psyche in this book. Like it isn't completely mm-hmm. goofs, but it it's more balanced. Like the the previous two books were pretty good. Like I liked the way they dealt with um, Marco and Jake's personalities and like how they've changed. But also, like, they were so dark. Like, I like that this book had a more fun way of exploring the same thing. Um, But I guess, I guess the series is about balancing that, so it must be hard. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, boy. Okay. Well, with that in mind to look forward to, um, (laughs) if you're, if you too are looking for a nice upbeat break in between now and then, you can find us online um, on Twitter at MorphClubCast or using the hashtag MorphClubCast. Um, we also have a Facebook group called Morph Club Cast, um, or, which is great. Yeah, They're it's just really, all great people. Yeah, yeah. People have been posting like fun things that remind them of Animorphs and like fan art they find, and it's nice. Um, it's a treat. And you can also, if you want to, <laughs> leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us out. Um, and also, like when we go to read them it's really heartwarming they're really sweet you guys yeah Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to do that yeah it it like basically anytime someone gives us feedback on our podcast is like oh (laughs) it's like oh someone's listening there are humans out there who listen to my voice Yeah. (laughs) yeah no that really i think that means the world to us it's incredibly sweet of you so thank you yeah um so next time we'll read book 33 i yeah the illusion the illusion which i hope has some spots of light. <laughs> oh just please, just let Tobias fly around and go on a bird date with Rachel, maybe, please. Just yeah. like a little bit of a break. Just like a little bird date. Yeah. Oh, happy bird date. Okay. <sighs> this has been Morph this Club. This has been Morph Club. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.